Let's get let's get recording. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Come on, guys. Be funny. Be funny. It's time to be funny now. Now. Turning it on. Now. See, I was trying to flip the switch for funny, and it's just like, it's not working. <laughs> it's like, sleep, sleep, sleep. Shit. No. It's like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Welcome to Bonus Action, Tabletop Podcast. Whoa, Join whoa, us. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wrong podcast, Broham. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. My call sheet said bonus action, not brose. I'm so sorry, guys. Let's get, let's reset, let's restart. Welcome to, bro, uh, welcome to Brose, <laughs> the show for those who drink rose. I am Richie Sweeten, your wonderful host. And joining me a few miles away is my friend, uh, Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And uh, somewhere off the eastern seaboard in like the international waters area is uh, Tim Hansen. Hi. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great. Awesome. It's going to be another train rack set of episodes because Matt's <laughs> not here. But I think I did pretty good so far. I have to talk to my manager about that, but we'll get it. We'll get it straightened out. We'll get it figured out. Mm. Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> we just so what do we, what do we what yeah. do we forget? What do we forget? Um, <laughs> I don't know. What, we what got haven't the, we forgotten? We, we got the show intro. We got the name. I asked how you guys are going. We introduced each other. Um, yeah, I think we're good so far. We're, we're crushing right? it. Sh- we should we do the wine it. bit? What's that? Should we do the wine bit? Oh, Sean's mom's favorite part. We got to talk about our drinks. We also have to. Um, we also have to mention that if you want to send in questions, the premise of the podcast. Ding. <laughs> oh right, but don't we normally do that after the wine? It's like a premise, or do we do both? I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, I zone out for the first like fifteen minutes, and then I'm like, oh, it's my turn to talk. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the premise of our show, ding, is uh for us to answer questions submitted by you, our lovely listener, while drinking. Uh, and imbibing in an adult beverage of sorts, whether it be wine or if on our birthdays, a drink of our choice. Uh, we will start out the show like we you do every time, besides rambling about how we start the show, uh, being talking about our drinks. And I'll start since it is my birthday session. The day this airs, my birthday is the next day. So if you want to send me some any birthday gifts, just look up my Amazon wish list. Uh, but I am drinking Southern Tier Distilling Company a Bourbon Smash. It is straight bourbon whiskey with natural ginger, mint, and lemon flavors. It's really good. I like it. Southern Tier makes good stuff. They do. They do. Very tasty. I've, I've bought it quite a few times. These canned mixed drinks, I'm really getting into. Because I don't know how to make them myself, but if somebody makes them for me in a can, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sean? What are you drinking? I'm drinking... Uh, Domaine de Fonsent, a rosé that we had in our fridge, and it is gross. Uh, it is, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it is not good. Um, my first sip was, it what? It was like surprisingly bad. Like I was expecting just like a mediocre wine like we normally have, but it was just like, oh God. So hopefully throughout the, as I imbibe more and more, it'll get a little bit better. 
But right now it's bad. So do not recommend Domain de Fonsant. And Timmy, how about yourself? Uh, I'm drinking Portlandia. It is a 2020 Oregon Pinot Noir, and it is uh, not good. It tastes more like someone took a Merlot and then just uh, kind of stirred it with a leather bootstrap. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's not it, It's not great. It's not good. Oh, you guys are going to have a, a rough night. I'm going to be fine now, <laughs> I think. So I'm happy. I'm happy. It's not as bad as like the ones I've had that it's like, oh, this tastes like grape juice that has just spoiled. Or this tastes like someone took a half-decent wine and just dumped a bunch of sugar in it. So I, you're, you're the most truthful and unwilling to continue to drink something out of all of us. Is yes. this something you will change after the second episode or no? Well, I'm, I'm t- I don't want to ruin the surprise, Rich. Okay. We're just going to have right. to see how it, how it pans out. Spoilers, spoilers. That's a little, little peppering in some, some, some fun information. It's a teaser. Next. There we go. That's the word. <laughs> I'm bad with words. Uh, but yes, um, I think that's it. That's all we're drinking. As we said, the premise of the show is to answer questions submitted by you, the lovely listener. I have an email on my phone with uh, this set of questions for this uh, first episode. If you'd like to submit those questions. Go ahead and send them to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Sean, what is it again? It's brosequestions at gmail.com. There you go. Um, so, first question. Do you like trains? When was the last time you rode a train? How important is it is expanding uh, train travel to you? So, do you like trains? They're fine. it's 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 like our taste in rosé it's just fine it's fine i Um, i like them i think they're so i think they should exist more like we should have a more robust system of trains in the united states because they're like better for the environment and stuff um and it makes it easier and more cost effective to get places like there's just less money to ride a train but it takes longer so it's the trade-off but still, yeah. I like trains. Yeah, I um, I when it comes to like going into the city and stuff, like the subways or or, or the speed lines or whatever, hundred percent. Let me take that those things. I'd much rather take a train than honestly drive places. Um, but if it comes if it comes down to train or plane, it would just because of time's sake, it would definitely be plane. But if we were to get like a nice, good, like high speed rail or something like that across the country and shit. I'd totally be down for that. We need to fund that shit so bad. <laughs> yeah, I completely I think, agree. Yeah, it, it it's it's. I think it's important to have like the, the, these fast rails. Like, you go to you go to Japan and it takes like an hour to go all the way up the the, the coast of the country, which would be like a really long friggin' car drive. I don't really know the actual time frame, but. I know, like, some high-speed rails in, like, European and Asian countries are just the best mode of transportation out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's more efficient. It's probably better for the environment, I would assume, by getting cars off the road. Uh, I, I, I mean, expanding access. 
even if we're just even if we're not looking at like bullet lines and stuff like that, expanding access and expanding locations would reduce traffic by giving more or better uh, access to people for commuting to work, which mm-hmm. is the best, uh, the most likely you use, except for like, I'm going to another state. Let me hop mm-hmm. on a train, at which point. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going to take a fucking plane like that. That's it's the same fucking thing. Unless there's a bullet train, because I'm going to be like, yeah, see, I went on a bullet train. I did it. <laughs> there was there was a time that uh, I was afraid to travel alone. I was afraid to like take a plane alone. And it's still a little would be a little cautious about taking a plane, especially nowadays. But taking a plane alone, be a little bit cautious that I was talking with someone that I met online who lived in in or around Detroit. And so I was like, what would it cost to drive there when what would it cost to take the train? And I was looking at train shit for this. The best way to get to Detroit from Philly is to go up to New York and cross through Canada (laughs) to get into Detroit, Michigan. At least back in, like I think it was like six, seven, eight years ago, something like that. Yeah, but that's what I'm it's saying. Like, we gotta expand the line so you don't have to go into Canada yeah. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I've, who wants to go to Canada anymore? Seriously. No, you're right. I I, I would actually not mind. I'm going to Canada, Canada next week. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Martha's in a wedding, so of course I'm going. <laughs> that's not a real wedding. Uh, yes, it it's is. It's Canada. It's fake. They're not actually married at that point. Uh, bite your tongue. What's that? I said bite your tongue. Why? Because they're getting married. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't be a Canadian, a dick against Canadians. Canadians are so nice. Why would you be a they, dick? They are. It's it's just it's my American way of hating on Canada because they're they're better than us. Oh, um, it's so patriotic of you, Richard. <laughs> but the other part of the question: When was the last time you were on a train? Hmm. Um, I was on a monorail in Disney a couple weeks ago. That counts. Probably the closest I had. Yeah, yeah, that counts. Huh. Any fun stories on the monorail? No, it's a monorail. Did somebody sing monorail like <laughs> no. in the Simpsons? Oh, oh, wait! I was on the Hogwarts Express uh, <laughs> in Orlando. Oh, that's fun. at uh, that's Universal fun. Studios. That was that oh, was pretty nice. fun. It was kind of cool. It's a neat little experience. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, wouldn't any roller coaster technically be a train? Just a very short train. Uh, depends on how specific you want to be on the mode of power transmission. In which case, probably not. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue it. It's just, it was one of those philosophical questions that came to mind. Is a roller coaster a train? How about you listeners? Let us know on our <laughs> Twitters and Instagrams and everything. Our roller coaster trains. Uh, what about you, Sean? Remember last time you were on a train? Hmm. Probably it's been a it's been a long time, but probably I think I went to a job interview in Center City, and I took mm-hmm. the train because it's so much easier than driving there. Uh, especially if like I don't mind driving through the city, but I just hate if you have to be somewhere. Having a car in the city is incredibly inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was. I just took the uh, Paco over and did some walking. 
It was nice. I um, I uh, last time I remember is PAX Unplugged last year. Would take the speed line over each day to go get to the convention in Philly. Um, but if we're talking like legit train, like Amtrak or shit or whatever, whatever, um, it would be Sean's wedding. I took an Amtrak back from DC to Philly in the middle of that damn snowstorm and then took the speed line from there to Collingswood to get home in time to get dressed and go to your wedding. Mm. Or at least to your reception. I missed your wedding. Dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if anybody has no more train talk, train talk, we can get to the next one. Let's go. Sean, it's your favorite topic. <laughs> what old Vine or YouTube video lives rent-free in your head? Hmm. I'm split between two creators. Uh, one is Marlon Webb, who is the guy who uh, does all the watermelon videos. Mm-hmm. Because, like, oh, yeah. duh. Yeah. I got watermelon to keep me in shape instead. <laughs> like, just so fucking funny. He does the ones where it's, like, the weird dance, too, and, like, He's wearing the watermelon. I almost yeah. said watermelon head. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is a watermelon head. Like that. The, it that is. is. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's 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 what keeps him safe. Uh, and then the other is, and I, I don't remember his name, but it's like story time. Like, oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, Thomas Sanders. I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining, but like pretty much all of their stuff just lives rent free in my head on a regular basis. And there's always a point when I'm on TikTok. And it's either as I'm starting watching TikTok or right before I finish because I'm just like, ah, I miss Vine. Fuck TikTok. Turn it off. (laughs) Every time. I will occasionally, probably like once every couple of months, Vine compilations will come across on YouTube. And it'll be like hour-long Vine compilations of like two guys sitting in a hot tub six feet away because they're not gay and shit like that <laughs> the entire time. Like, Harry, you're a wizard. I'm a what? With <laughs> her and the filter. And it's just all the time. Like, those are always there. Look at all these chickens. <laughs> like, I still think that one's stupid. It is, but it's it's so quotable, I think, is really what it is, why everyone loves it. Um. Yeah, it's it a lot of the Thomas Sanders ones. Um, like I, I have um the Roadwork Ahead Vine constantly. Oh. <laughs> Roadwork Ahead, <laughs> I, was like yeah, I, I so sure was... hope it does. <laughs> Any t- um, anytime I see any, anytime Jake or I see any road signs, it'll be like it'll usually Roadwork Ahead, but even like. Um, like roadwork fifteen hundred feet. Yeah, I sure hope it is. It's a uh, or, or uh, free shavakadu. Mm-hmm. Free shavakadu. I um the uh I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's just like a little skinny kid, yeah. right? And he sh- and then he starts Dragon Ball powering yeah. up after that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that one up. I've n- I have have no idea what that is. Look, look it up right now. Like I kind of want to watch your reaction as you watch this. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. There was there was another one. Oh, 
it's it's the it, they're at the target and the T and the sign is blinking. He's like, this is this is the target. The little kid is fucking adorable. Right, right. I miss I miss Vine so much. I really definitely got his ass kicked after that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really wish I got into them back in the day. Yeah, they're so I. There are so many vines I think that I think about all the time. Like a lot of ones by that that little girl who was like, "I like beef." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'm 16. I'm a grandmother. I think that all the time. <laughs> but I, I, Vine was such like a. I don't know. It was such a. It was like Twitter at the beginning, where it was like yeah. a bunch of people trying to be very creative in a very confined space, and mm. I think, yeah. and that's so it was like I don't know. I think it was very is very unique in that because like even even TikTok, which is kind of the same thing, you have like you can have up to like two minutes or something, mm. which is just so much time. Like, because mm-hmm. there's there are quite a few TikToks where like the joke gets played out because they just go on for so long, and you're like, I, I get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be sent some TikToks from time to time, and it's like, if it's if the joke doesn't hit within the first forty five seconds, I, I I'll text my friend like, what the hell is this? Why did you send this to me? Like, <laughs> I've definitely responded with TLDW. Too long didn't <laughs> like, watch. Too long didn't yeah, watch. yeah. Um, and like back on Vine, I like. You're right, like, this short little form, less than 30 seconds, like, the one where it's the kid and the teacher's like, Timothy, could you read this? And he's like, no, and then looks at the camera and like, hi, I'm Timothy, <laughs> I'm 14, and I can't read. I fucking learned how to read. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't remember, like, how it actually fully, but, like, it's just, like, that's so good. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but that's just, that's, that's good comedy right there. Mm-hmm. Um... But besides that, like other than other than that, there's no real YouTube videos that stick in my head. But m- old memes of like Badger song. Oh yeah, and the early and, the early internet videos. Yeah, the, Vine. the Flash videos yeah. like um, here is the Earth. Nice Earth, you say? <laughs> pretty pretty sweet <laughs> Earth. <laughs> Fire some missiles, or- but I am lit tired. <laughs> Or just, uh, I, I hated this back in the day because they would torture me with it. My brother would turn on, turn the uh, audio all the way up on the computer, and put on taters from Lord of the Rings. What's taters, eh? Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew, <laughs> and just play that over and over to wake me up at like noon. And I'd just be like, "Man, why? I hate you." <laughs> but it was just, it's so stupid. But it was so good. Early internet. Was the best, but also the worst. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to look at old YouTube videos, and I don't think any of them like. I don't. I don't know. I don't think about them as much for some reason. Vine. I think because of the like, it's the only short, six seconds. Snappy. Yeah. It's just mm. wham bam, thank you, ma'am, as opposed to yeah. like a, a full video. Like they were good, yeah. and I liked them a lot, but I don't think of them as much as. Uh, yeah. Vines like. like if it Newman wasn't Newman on kid, if it wasn't on Albino Black Sheep, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like Numa Numa Kid. I think it was on Albino Black Sheep at one point. Um, like the the Star Wars Kid. Like some of those, I'll occasionally be like, oh yeah, that was a thing. The Star Wars gangster rap. Was there a Star Wars <gasps> gangster rap? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
yes, there is. You're, <laughs> you're just going to have to go find that one. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Um, but yeah, any other vines or YouTubes or memes that live rent free in your head? Mm-mm. Too many. Always? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's like, I think vines especially, it's like getting a song stuck in your head. Like it's just, it's just, you'll just think about it randomly and then you'll have mm-hmm. to tell somebody. You're like, remember? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and like for me, it, it I don't remember a lot of them because I, I would just pull them into compilations. Mm-hmm. But like when I do get in that headset and then I watch the compilation, it's like, oh, these are, this is a good compilation. Because I've watched it a million times. Or mm-hmm. See, now I got oh. the one dude going, why you always lying? <laughs> I got that stuck in my head now, and I fucking hate it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. <laughs> All right. So, no more vines. <laughs> Next one. Are there any curse words that you do not say? If so, why? No. There are no curse words I don't say. Mm-hmm. I don't have the self control. Yeah, I, w- I guess I won't say slurs, but I think besides that, yeah, every every word is. But that's not a curse word, I guess. Yeah, that's a slur. That's totally yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think uh, I don't think there's anything I won't say. The the only one I won't say, and it's only because and this this might sound weird. weird. It's only because I know my mom won't say it, and so then I know it's kind of bad. Is, is Unless you're British, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's see you next Tuesday. Like I won't I won't say, my mom won't say it, so I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I probably shouldn't say it either. But all the rest of them are just yeah, I'll 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 say them. It it is if- it is the one word that if I say it in front of my mom, like I'm I'm 32 years old and she'd be like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> yeah, 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 guarantee. Yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone everyone feels that. Like you said, unless you're unless you're from the UK, because they that's just normal words for them. Yeah, I mean, it's such a it has a gross sound. Like it just sounds yeah. it sounds very harsh. But uh, so I, I've started combining it with like other things. Like you, you've heard of uh. Have you ever heard someone call someone a douche canoe? Yes. So it's like, yeah. douche isn't enough, but you don't want to say douche bag and you want something else. It's like, what the fuck is a douche canoe? So I've started doing that <laughs> with the other word. A, a con canoe? <laughs> well, not with a, not canoe. <laughs> I like it. It's alliterative, so that's nice. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it a douche canoe? Is that what it is? Oh, I like that one. <laughs> that was good. Sometimes I get them. Sometimes I get them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to so have I... to clip that so we can play it and be like, see, you totally said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's part of a full word. I wasn't saying that. I was mm-hmm. saying... Mm-hmm. It, there's... there's a, it's actually a college humor sketch that uh, this came out years ago, obviously, um, where they say a bunch of words that like don't that sound like either slurs or curses that you shouldn't say, but it's fine to say them because of the way they're saying it. And it's just like, it's honestly one of like, it's not really a funny sketch, but it's one of the more 
interesting sketches that they ever pulled off. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Words are weird, man. Mm-hmm. When you think about that, like it's just taking taking offense to words or, or or whatnot, or like just feeling like you can't say a word. It's it's weird, even when I think about it now. Like, why can't I say it? I just can't. Yeah, I don't. I. It doesn't come up much because I feel like it is so harsh mm-hmm. that I. I don't know. I don't. It's. It just doesn't like. It's not my go-to. Basically, I'll say it, but it's not my. Uh, it's never like the first thing that pops into my head because I feel like it's so aggressive. <laughs> it yeah, is yeah. definitely aggressive. Yeah, it's yeah. not. You're not. You're not fucking around. Yeah, it's because it it is the level. It's the tier. It's like usually when you're saying that word, it is a very high sense of aggression and anger. But usually it goes from dick to bastard to bitch to see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if it takes, if you're all the way up to tier four, like. You 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 probably know you're just way too angry. You shouldn't even talk. Right we're, we're just gonna skip past douche canoe and twat waffle. Like, come on, Rich. I, I mean, that's that's like in that's in there. Like, I was just doing like the tears. Like, <laughs> tier, like it's, that's douche douche canoe and twat waffle. Those are between like Dick and I. I don't remember what tier two was. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I lost my tier system already. Yeah, Got we uh, over. Uh, I have uh, so yeah. I have um, so I have therapy every Tuesday, and at the end of every session, my uh, therapist goes, "See you next Tuesday," and I think it's so funny. And I'm, I'll, I'll never say anything, but I think it's so funny every single time. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if your therapist is also just like, hey, "See you next Tuesday." <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I love it, uh, but. Any any other any other uh, unspoken words? Um, unspoken curse words. Let's see. I don't I don't say twat very often. I think yeah. I think, but I think that's just because that's an English that's a British thing too. Mm-hmm. Like it, the only time I use it is if I'm legitimately just saying twat waffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and that is partially in an attempt to like make myself laugh and try to tone down my own frustration by not escalating whatever I'm pissed off about or annoyed about. Mm. It'd be like, cool, yeah. I got my frustration out and heh, that was funny. And I'm back to normal. Mm-hmm. That's I, I feel like that's kind of the point with some of those like like twat waffle and 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 like saying like dick for brains or 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 or, or, or I don't know, I'm trying to think of some other weird ones that I've I've come up with in the past. Um but it's like it's not you're you're not really saying it because you want to say it. You're saying it to get out of that mind state that you are in to change and like level yourself out again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also don't say I don't say pussy very often. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I think I think I mm-hmm. I've I've been trying to like wean it out because like the only context it comes up in is like if you're calling someone like. Uh, it's, it's derogatory. A and wuss. Yeah. 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 In which case, just call them a wuss. Yeah. Yeah. But if we have no other uh, types of curses, what's the best type of bean? The Ceno bean. 
Oh, thank you. That's so nice. No. <laughs> it took me a second it. there. I was like, what's a Sino bean? <laughs> uh, Got him. Like, I read that question like five minutes ago. And I was like, I'm ready. I got this. It's it's in the chamber. I'm ready to go. Just rubbing your hands together. You're like, yes, 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 yes. I'm trying to. What is the best kind of bean? I, um, Pinto is my go to. Like, if I'm getting okay. if I'm getting uh, some sort of Mexican dish, I'll go with Pinto beans as opposed to black beans. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more mild, I think. When it comes, like, if I'm making chili, I go for red beans. Mm-hmm. I love a good red bean. Um, but it's seldom do I go a day without a coffee, so I might have to go with a coffee bean. Well, that's a good, that's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a good workaround. <laughs> I was gonna go with green bean. I mean, that's not really a bean. <laughs> it's a legume. Uh, yeah i uh, honestly i really don't care about beans unless they're like in my chili that's pretty much the only time i eat beans if i do chipotle or something no beans i just get like the fajita veggies and whatnot okay and refried beans are fine Mm -hmm. i'll eat them but like it's not like oh yeah refried beans (laughs) i don't think i've ever really I mean, I'll have it when I go to, like, Taco Bell, get refried beans on, like, the nachos Belgrande. But besides that, like, like Mitch Hedberg said, why can't we just have fried beans? Why why have that extra step? Why fry them again? Mm. Yeah. I th- I do love, my, love me some baked beans, though. Sometimes, like... Yeah. The, the, uh, the baked beans at Mission Barbecue, but they also put... Uh, you can't have it, Sean, because they put brisket inside of it. Oh man, so good! It's so good. But yeah, I could I could go first and like just good baked beans. Mm-hmm. Totes. Yeah, them hey, baked beans and hot dogs is like such a nostalgic meal for me. Like that's I don't I used to have it as a kid, not even that frequently, but it just like brings me back. Like it's such a it's like it's like chicken fingers for me. You know, like it's like mm-hmm. that's like. That's like a very child food for me. Some beanies yeah. and weenies. Yeah. Franks and beans. I I did not like beans as a kid, but it's also, I follow the footsteps of my brother, and my brother didn't like beans, so I didn't like beans. I thought they were gross. So I missed out on a whole childhood of beans, and <laughs> I, really, I really hate that about myself, because like, I could have the same feelings about Franks and beans as you do. Mm-hmm. But I don't see we also probably I, I probably feel like we had it more than we actually did just because it sticks out in my brain. Mm. But I was always like, can I can I just not have the hot dogs in it? Because <laughs> I'm not a big fan of hot dogs. Mm. <laughs> so it's just like, can I just have beans and like, put it? But they're all mixed together. It's like, but can, can I can I just have the beans? <laughs> do, you, do you guys you guys want to hear my my? My hot dog hot take. What? <laughs> Boiled hot dogs are better than grilled hot dogs. Get the fuck out. That's hmm. that is objectively horseshit. In I I agree. That's incorrect. <laughs> I so most of my life, whenever my dad would cook hot dogs on the grill, 
he wouldn't just like sear it off. Like he, it would be on the grill for a while, and it would have like the char and the burn, and like the casing would be. I hate the taste of burnt casing on a hot dog. So the problem is you just your dad can't cook hot dogs. It's not that <laughs> boiled hot dogs are better than grilled hot dogs. Yeah. It's that your dad can't cook. It's that but it's, it's it's yeah, it's harder to mess up boiled hot dogs. You can't I can't like, I can't, you it's can't also real hard them. to make them good. <laughs> but it's like I've when anytime I'm I'll make hot dogs, I'll like I'll grab my my skillet, my grill pan, and I'll cook them on the grill pan and just after I'm like oh, uh, this, this, nothing special about it and honestly what what I I maybe I just don't warm it up all the way through maybe I don't know how to cook <laughs> grill hot dogs on the grill but it just doesn't doesn't really taste all that special I'm also eating ballpark franks which I just maybe don't like so who knows Perhaps. that could also be it but right now I feel like Boiled hot dogs are better. I'd much rather go to a hot dog cart and get a boiled hot dog with a steam bun. Mm. No, <laughs> no way. Mm-mm. I'm I'm not saying that they're bad. I will eat a I will eat a boiled hot dog in a second, but I'm I'm gonna say I much prefer <laughs> grilled ones because they just they have the they have like more they have they're more uh, to borrow a phrase from Tim they have more depth of flavor. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably, yeah, they probably, like I said, I probably just never had a good one. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, maybe eventually I'll find a good one. Like the depth of flavor on this wine turns out two bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other bean takes? I uh, hear they're good for your heart. They're good for protein, so I eat them a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, next one. Uh, what can you brag about today? <sighs> so, how are we interpreting this? Are, are we bragging about today? Or, today, what is something you can brag about recently? That one. Yeah, it's recently. Okay. It doesn't have to be today. Okay, because if it was today, there's no response. To <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, and, and like this isn't made. I mean, it's it's one step closer to a goal, but um, when it comes to streaming, and I know I talk about streaming a lot. It's almost as often as Matt talks about running a marathon. <laughs> um, I, I, I am two dollars and fifty cents short from reaching $50 for the month of July, which to get a payout in on Twitch is $100 or more. So, like, I'm almost at my goal of getting $100 a month from Twitch by, like, if on average I'm at 50 bucks, that means it's only two months instead of... My first payout happened after four. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm getting there and I'm starting to reach a... Hey, maybe I'll actually be making some decent money. Well, not decent, but fine money or some nice extra money off this. Extra hundred bucks a month, not bad. Mm-hmm. So, like this, I noticed it last night. I was like, "Man, I got to do like some sort of push on Sunday to just put it over the edge and get it to that fifty, just to make myself feel better." Because mm-hmm. Sunday will be the last day to add that together. Nice. Yeah, that's a good brag. Yeah. 
Nice. What about you guys? Huh. Um, I don't know if this is a brag so much as like made me feel uh pretty good about myself considering I typically I come across very confident. We've talked about this multiple times, but I, I essentially live in some sort of some state of imposter syndrome or just faking all all of it. Uh, I went out uh, with some coworkers from like different departments uh, yesterday, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on a year of being here." And they're like, "No, you you haven't even been here a year yet." Like, it feels like you've been here, like, much longer than that. I was like, oh, why? Because I'm just, like, bitter as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they're like, no, like, you you actually get things done. You understand a lot of things in all of the different departments. And I was like, yeah, 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 yep. And like, yeah, and, like, when you fuck up, you, you own it, but then also try to improve the process instead of just going, like, that's how it's always been. I was like, well, then clearly I haven't been here long enough because I haven't gotten to that's how it's always been. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you you guys like actually appreciate me enough or or uh Nope, lost my train of thought. Goodbye. <laughs> well What about you, Sean? Any any bragging? Any braggadocious things? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I so I've I did finally catch up on all of my work. So I had, I was having trouble. Like I was just having one of those times when like, it's just impossible to motivate yourself. And, and it was for like a long time. So my work was just like piling up and piling up. And, uh, I finally worked my way through everything and I'm back to zero and I can like focus on each thing as it comes, as opposed to being like, now I have to work on everything at once. So I'm. Mm-hmm. I will brag that I'm caught up at work, and it's dope. And I hate when everything is all a big wad of anxiety. I get that. Mm-hmm. Totally do. Awesome. Congrats. Thank you. It yeah. was uh, it was rough, to be honest, but I did it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, um... Yeah. yeah. No, I just I was like I can't think of anything like super good. Like cuz <laughs> normally I would I would try to like cop out and be like what did I teach Alice? And I got nothing. She's just she's just learning on her own now. <laughs> she's so <laughs> smart. She did we did we are at a point though where we have to stop watching whatever we want around her cuz uh we were watching a YouTube video and the dude said I fuck with it and then Alice was like I fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh but you know, you know, th- that's fine. Let her say it. Like, as long as you, if once when you can get her to understand that that's like a home thing to say mm-hmm. and not like a everywhere thing to say, yeah, like then let it go because that's absolutely fucking adorable <laughs> to have a little kid say, "I fuck with it." Yeah, I I saw the TikTok the other day of. uh her, her singing, I, I like the way you wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> her, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. It yeah. It's so cute. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I actually 
I always talk a big game when it comes to work about like, oh, you got to speak the truth. You got to tell them how you're feeling. You got to tell them what's going on. Um, and I was telling Tim this before uh, we started up. I actually told my boss for the first time in my performance review yesterday that I don't see a future with me in this company based on how things are going right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not happy. Nice. And so I actually opened up with my manager about how I don't think this company's being basically being run right and how it stresses me out and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And if things don't change, I'm gone. That's dope. That's something I, that's one of my, I had my mid-year review too. And one of, but one of the things I said was like, I have a hard time communicating like when things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for me, it's usually like I have like too much to do and I'm I'm afraid to be like, I need help with this because I don't want to seem like I'm slacking off. You know what I mean? So it's like, but what ends up happening yeah. is like, instead of that, I end up not doing it. And so that's worse. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, but that, that's it. I, I think that's very brag worthy to be like, I spoke up at work. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I've been having a lot of those conversations recently since I still haven't like fully been trained on a lot of things and or given the opportunity to train my replacement from like two months ago. So pretty much anyone who comes up and they're like, how are you doing? I just go with a big smile, ask a different question. <laughs> or I plead the fifth yeah. and they're like, are you doing better today? And I just go, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's and, and they're like, well, how can we help? And I'll be like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, what's going on with this? I don't know because I don't know what this is. I got an angry email about something that hasn't been happening for the last two weeks. And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what this is? I'm pretty sure that was a very straightforward sentence. <laughs> well, who was doing it? It was like, well, I don't know what it was. So I don't know who was doing it. And I don't know who's not doing it anymore. Turns out it was someone who quit two weeks ago. And, and they're like, well, why was she doing it? And be like, I don't know, because I don't know what it is. I don't know how many ways I could say this. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm always vocal about like this, like telling them like this, like we need help. We need this. We need that. But like I've, I've told you guys, generally, I get the response from my managers. We're all busy. We're all in this together and no like solutions. But it was just like, I mean, I went into this review like ready to be like hey look you need to be you need to pay me more or this that like this is a lot of more that i wanted to say but it just ended up becoming more of the like she was like what do you, where do you see yourself in the next six months what's your goals with this company and i was just like i don't think about my future here because it's too stressful and it's not something that i want to do um and if things don't change it's not something i'm gonna do basically um I, d- I don't remember word for word about it but it was just yeah it felt good to actually like tell your boss hey this i'm not happy <laughs> make me happy <laughs> yep mm. that's a far anything way of bragging yeah <laughs> <laughs> anything else to brag about I don't nah. think so. No, I'm not. It it hasn't been it hasn't been too much to brag about. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure something um, will come up. 
I went to a concert on Wednesday. Nice. That's first concert in two years. Mm-hmm. Last concert was Coheed. First concert was Coheed. So. Uh, I made three baby blankets last weekend. Hell yeah! Nice. I'm I, I'm very out of practice, but I also the things that I did remember, I have improved upon, and it's like, oh, this is much better now. Awesome, awesome. You're gonna start selling them on uh, no. Hanson's Etsy's? Like, nope. They're they're still just gifts for people I know, because uh, <laughs> that that that's how that works. And then going through the scraps of material I have, I cannot identify some of the blankets that I've previously made. <laughs> so it's like, I don't I don't know what blanket this is for. <laughs> uh, well, if there's no other brags, how hot is too hot to go for a hike, to have a barbecue, or to visit the beach? Gestures to all of July. <laughs> yeah. It's yep. pretty brutal. Yeah, we, we had, what was it, like two straight weeks of 90, 93 plus? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's it's, too hot. Yeah, when, when, when I'm afraid to let my dog out because it's too hot, even just to go poop and come back in because he's a big flurry floof, furry floof, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm afraid he's going to have a heat stroke, it's too hot. It's too dang hot. Yep. I'm trying to think of a number though. Like maybe what is it like 93? Is that is that like is that too much? Because I feel like at 90 I would go to the beach. Yeah. So like, I think with each of these, there's a different number. So for a hike in general, anything above like I'd say like 80 is just too hot. Because like you're stuck outside. For however long you're walking in that hiking gear with a backpack and whatever, and you're just sweating and uncomfortable, like over 80, like it needs to be nice and cool for a hike. If for the beach, I'd say probably about 85 or, or probably about 90. And for a bar for a barbecue, about 85 to barbecue. It's never too hot to barbecue. <laughs> it's also never too cold to barbecue. Yep. Truth truth right there i'll barbecue in the middle of winter <laughs> yeah uh mm-hmm. hike i would say anything above 75 i'm gonna have a bad time mm-hmm. uh barbecue and beach i would probably say like 90 that'd be my cutoff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think i think the beach like barbecue has like a less of a hard cutoff because like you can have canopies and stuff and be nicely set up outside or go indoors if you need to cool off whereas the beach like you can't really get all that nice cool setup to where like the beach is a hard cutoff at 90 where barbecue is a soft cutoff at 90 yeah but even even the beach like 90 i'm not going to be there for more than like an hour or so yeah it's so hot uh and i don't like i don't know i'm not I feel like I just it just gets sunburned and like that's uncomfortable. I want to be comfy at the beach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, the I, beach I want... is already like kind of uncomfortable because you get sand everywhere and like I don't know. It's just like you you want the temperature to be as pleasant as possible to kind of make up for like the fact you're gonna get sand up your butthole. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I w- 
garbage. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I just want to be able to go to the beach, uh, and have a nice hot cup of pumpkin spice latte, but also be comfortable outside. <laughs> <laughs> what? Then you'll get written up in the Inquirer, and they'll make fun of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it will never be my choice to go to the beach. Like, it will always just be like, yeah, I guess. I, I literally will never pick. I want to go to the beach. I will be near the beach. Hmm. I'll be on the boardwalk. I'll be on a balcony or a pool on a hotel or a place near the beach. Mm-hmm. But it is never my choice that like, hey, like, let's, let's go to the beach. <laughs> never. Yeah, I mean, my- literally ever. My uh, new birthday tradition, I started it last year, and I'm going to continue it this year, and probably from here until I don't live near the beach, um, is I say I go to the beach, but I don't actually go to the beach. I go to the Cape May Zoo, and then I go to the boardwalk in Ocean City, and then I come home. I don't spend any time on the actual sand at the beach. Like it's, But I'm saying I go to the beach. I would much rather just do the other stuff and not walk on the sand. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yep. Uh, but yeah, any other any other heat takes? It's been way too hot lately. Man. Yeah, it's been so brutal. Like I, I have to mow my lawn, but every day it's like it's not worth it. Like I'll just let my yeah. I'll let my yard look like shit because I'm not going outside. It's 95 degrees. I'm not mowing the lawn. Yeah. So luckily, it's it's been pretty dry to where the grass hasn't grown that much. Mm-hmm. It's like getting thicker, but it's not getting taller. So like. I could probably still go another week or two before it's an actual problem. And I'm just trying to wait out until it's really, really nice. Like it was, was it Monday or Tuesday this week? It was really nice and cool out Mm. at like mid, mid to high seventies. Yeah. And I was like, I should, I should mow during lunch, but I, I, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. It's I, I looking at my history for my, um, energy use for my AC it's been on average 14 hours a day that my AC has been on hmm. each, each, each day. So that's how the damn hot it is. And I don't keep my AC that cool. It's like 75 at the coolest or 72 at the coolest. That's mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. It's 75 during the day for us. Um, which like is what it's currently at, and I am actively sweating and sitting here doing fucking nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if if it's not at least sixty nine before when we go to bed, nice. I nice, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, then I am physically too warm and will not be able to sleep, and I'll just be up all night. It's, but uh, it's uh, during the day it goes as high as seventy six because like my house doesn't actually feel that uncomfortable at seventy six. Um, and then at night, it goes as low as about 72, just because it's mostly down that low so that it kicks on and runs some, because it usually gets colder than 72 at night, but to have it kick on and just circulate the air in the house so it doesn't feel yeah. stagnant. Fair enough. Any other temperature uh, takes? None, none, none that I can think of. Nah, it's just been too dang hot. Agreed. Uh so, next question. Fellas, guess the time it is. 926. Or, also, it's the roadshow time. 
What's that? Uh, it's it's our little game that Matt has created based off of the hit PBS TV show, The Antiques Roadshow. Uh, it's it's based on the drinking game that Matt created, where we have to uh, look at an item that was appraised on the show, figure out what the item is, why it's important, or who made it, or whatever, and how much it's worth. And then we have a little bit of a, a a play completed by those of us on here reading the script. So, uh, you know what? I'll go with uh, Timmy. What are we looking at here? So, we are looking at a bench. Uh, it is a very nice uh, cross-section of a tree. It's got a nice curve along the front. And it has like a Y section where it clearly branched off at some point uh, on the edge. Picture like... A someone was getting ready to do like a resin pour for a table with like that that valley at like a cross section, except they didn't do the resin. They just polished it up real nice and took the live edge off around the corners. But it's got a spindly uh, back end, uh, like backrest with uh, some darker wood along the top, and then just some uh, round peg legs. It's uh, flat. It's not like curved for like butt shape or anything like that it's yeah. just here's a, here's a it's, piece of wood it's and it's i i can't remember if you like fully said it's like a single plank it's not multiple planks it's a single plank of wood yeah it's a cross section was, of a tree uh, mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh it's probably a vertical cross section oh yeah mm-hmm. uh and look looking at it on my phone i actually had to open it up on my um computer get a better look at it i thought at one point it was like covered in gold but it it's not. That would be way too much. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but it, it 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 does look like it's got some pretty decent craftsmanship. Um, yeah, this is a nice bench. I like it. So I'm mm. gonna go with like 1950s, 1960s bench. I don't know who made it. I'm. It's probably some specific dude, and I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, <laughs> that or it was made within the last ten years. Uh, those legs are from Amazon. And like, it's really, but it's still going to be like, even if it's that, it's still going to be like a $900 bench or something like that. But I'm going to go with just like an even 15 K. Whoa. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go kind of off of what you said, Timmy. Uh, it is not from Amazon. It is from the Amazon. Um, (coughs) it's a tree from the Amazon that they cross-sected. And uh, this is a bench created by Stephen R. Bench, the creator of the benches. Um, and I'm I'm gonna go with uh, uh, the the normal normal answer of this belongs in a museum, so it's priceless. No, I'll, I'll go I'll go probably about five thousand hmm. dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's from the '60s or '70s because of those peg. Those little peg legs that are just like basic, which kind of looks weird on the on this. There's like this weird thing going on where like the the bench, the seat part itself is like super rustic, but everything else just looks like a bench. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's so, like they were almost going minimalist, and then it's also asymmetrical, so it's clearly a design choice. Yeah. All right, and so what's I'll go. I'll split the difference with you guys, and I'll go ten thousand dollars. All right. Um. So, you fellas want to 
Want to read the Brose players? Mm-hmm. Do you want Do you want Guist or Appraiser? Um, I'll do Guest. Great. And action. Wait, I haven't gotten to the script yet. Give me a minute. Fine. Go. And action. In 1986, my wife gave me the book by Nakashima called The Soul of a Tree. And the philosophy of that book was, if you do something beautiful with a piece of wood, it lives forever. Right. And after reading it, I said to my wife, I'd like to buy some of his furniture. She says, you're not buying anything unless I find out it's comfortable or not. So in 1987, uh, uh, Valentine's Day, we went uh, out to New Hope, Pennsylvania and met George Nakashima. And he sketched out all kinds of furniture that we might be interested in. And uh, we ended up with 12 pieces. And we got them in 1988. And of course, he passed away in 1990. Yeah. Yeah, well, you met probably one of the 20th century's finest furniture makers. Right. What you got here is a conoid bench. And the conoid bench is considered by most collectors to be the finest piece of the finest line that he ever did. Good. It's a gorgeous piece. The grain is excellent. It's very curvilinear. That is a stupid fucking word. I, I will break character. <laughs> that is a dumb fucking word. Uh, you have several great things. You've got knots and curves. Butterflies add value to George Nakashima furniture. You got a free edge along the front. You got a free edge along the back. All those details add value to a piece of Nakashima furniture. The other thing that you got on this piece that I think really adds value is the fact that this piece is signed by George Nakashima. Having it signed by George Nakashima certainly adds value to it in today's present market. However, it's my opinion that that in furniture, that, that signature that, that you have on the bottom will add even more value to it. Hmm. Whether it's 10% or 20% or even more, I don't know. Everything that you would want in a piece of Nakashima, this piece has. Do you have any idea as to what this piece might be worth? Well, I do follow it a bit, and I would guess maybe 20000 What did you pay for this piece? Ha ha ha. All 12 pieces, we paid 12000 Less than 12000 for all 12 pieces. Yeah, yeah. Tables, chairs, all of them. Well, I would say at auction... Yeah. In today's market, this conoid bench, this wonderful conoid bench, would bring between thirty-five and forty-five thousand dollars. Really? Yes. So in this piece, you've already tripled your money on everything. Should have bought more. You should have bought more. Absolutely true. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god! And scene. Timmy. You got it. You're only thirty thousand off. Ah, <laughs> uh, twenty thousand off the low end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we totally had the ear wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised this wasn't made by uh, 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 Jeffrey Bench, um, the the creator uh, of benches. I don't understand. This is just a bench. How can it be worth forty five thousand dollars? So I think, unfortunately, oh, I found a much better have, picture. Yeah, we might not have a great, great shot of it with what it was saying with the detailing of like I still, butterflies I still, and stuff. So the so the 
I guess they called them butterfly. Uh, most people I know who do woodworking would call them bow ties. Um, but essentially, it's a way of like bridging a gap or joining two pieces of work, usually in like a live cross section like this, not live edge because he took off all the live edge. But usually there's like a crack or a seam almost all, all the time towards one of the edges. And in order to prevent that crack from continuing further as the piece ages or just a stylish choice, you essentially cut out like uh, little bow ties and then put a different piece of wood. So you would like use a router to section out a little thing and then you have a different color piece of wood as an accent uh, and essentially just locks that little section in place that prevents it from getting worse. So they, she called them butterflies, but I've never heard them called butterflies. I've always heard them called bow ties. Mm. And I think most of it is like this is probably all fully handmade. Uh, no machine or I mean, like no, not it's not mass produced. It's all handmade. Like handmade shit is worth a lot of money. And then if you're famous, it's worth even more. Mm-hmm. So that's wild. $45,000 for a bench. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. That's very dumb. And there's there's more to the set. So this guy is going to make yeah. so much money. And yeah, I, I, a lot I of his benches he... have the same back. So it's like, it's almost like he mass produced them. <laughs> except he didn't. Yeah. I wonder, uh, I wonder if they ever bring the rest of the pieces back to the show. That'd be an interesting uh, return for the Brose players. Dude, he's got some real gnarly other tables. So, like the the bench we looked at is is very plain and very like boring and like why the fuck is this forty five thousand dollars? But like some of these other tables and stuff I'm looking at is the year really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there we have it, the Brose or or the the Antiques Roadshow drinking game. Timmy, you won. Who's getting a drink? Me. All right. Nice. I'm going to drink too. So, that's it for all the questions for episode one. Yeah. Does, uh, we did it. Does anybody have any takes or anything? Matt does. Oh, boy. <laughs> Matt has a take. So, uh, Matt sent me some takes. Uh, we're going to go rapid fire on these because he sent me several. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try, try and do my best Matt, which is probably not going to go well. Yeah, just just uh, channel your inner Matt. You got this. All right, let me just grow like eight inches taller. Give me a second. Fifteen, um, 15 inches. Dick. <laughs> uh, watched Spider-Man No Way Home last week. Uh, it was good. But just to confirm, Peter Parker initiates the conflict in the story by making a decision unilaterally from for his best friend and girlfriend that ultimately impacts both of their lives. Then solves the conflict at the end by... Making a decision unilaterally for both his best friend and girlfriend that ultimately impacts both of their lives. What a character arc. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is still a national treasure, though. <laughs> you, you know how I know monkeypox is real? Because if I were trying to make the entire world believe a fake virus existed for some conspiratorial reason... The last thing I would call it would be monkeypox. <laughs> the Sixers proposed new privately funded arena in the middle of Center City is preposterous. It's probably not actually 100% privately funded. It would wreck Chinatown. 
it wouldn't really help the local economy. And on top of all that, it would be a biblical nightmare to drive to and from. When your best argument for an arena is, well, SEPTA isn't that bad. Your arena is garbage. Plus, it won't be done for another 10 years and we'll all be dead by then anyway. <laughs> I want to hear more on this. Could you elaborate a little bit? No. <laughs> uh, other than it's just like, oh, we're going to build this stadium two weeks or two blocks from Chinatown. We, we've don't, we've definitely talked to all the leaders and, and people in the community, except that we didn't talk to fucking anyone in Chinatown, yeah. two blocks and the most likely to be impacted by this disaster of a plan. Yeah, I, I I looked at that plan and like their design for the uh like the outside of the stadium, in my opinion, is like the ugliest thing as well. It's so gaudy, it's so unnecessary. They don't need it. Man. Uh I'm skipping number four for to go to number five because I'm saving number four for last. Pardon me. <clears throat> Uh, my representation has advised me not to comment on Sydney the Kraken Pell drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper during the January 6th committee hearings. I ask that you respect my privacy during this challenging time. Uh, I and then hear more on that one. <laughs> you're not respecting my privacy during this challenging time, Richard. I'm, I'm not asking about it. I'm just saying I want to hear more about it. Respect my privacy! <laughs> uh, and then number four... Uh, can we all get a grip? Act like adults and stop pretending like any of us have eaten a Choco Taco in the past 15 years. <laughs> Sorry you can't buy your culturally dubious ice cream sandwich anymore. Now put down the kids menu and order yourself a salad, Justin. <laughs> Hard disagree with Tim Hansen. <laughs> Choco Tacos are a fucking national treasure. They are delicious. I have had one within the last month, multiple over the last year. Fuck off, uh, and I and and like rip rip the dream. Like I'm sad. It's it. I'm gonna miss it. What do you want? I never had a chocolate taco before in my life. Get that's fine. And I'm you not, never. I'm, will. I'm not gonna get mad. And now you never will. <laughs> and I, now I never will. Although apparently there's another smaller uh, uh, ice cream manufacturer that did their own version for a little bit, and then it's like ah, this isn't competing well enough so we're gonna stop they're bringing it back now <laughs> didn't didn't a uh, bon appetit do that with uh gourmet makes sean i think made a I choco taco claire yeah i think they had claire do a choco taco well, i don't know gourmet maybe makes. probably um and then the, the wrap up is uh have a good show fellas go birds go birds go birds those are some good takes matt i would love for you to elaborate on some of them uh if you'd like to no. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that'll be it for the show. Is that a show? That's, a show? that's a show. That's a show. Awesome. Great. Thank you guys for having that show. Making that show. Um, how does he wrap up? I don't remember. <laughs> oh my god. How does it go? Uh, thank you for listening. We would like to thank um, uh, Stephen Siebert for letting us use the music when uh, from the Free Music Archives. We would like to thank uh, Tess for. Um, editing our shows except for the next two apparently or something i don't know who knows <laughs> just messing with you test thank you uh thank you thank you mary for uh compiling the questions and setting all of those up and thank you shannon uh vogel for the world famous logo and you can find her where is that shannon vogel photography and art on etsy and instagram and everything else um 
It's plugs time, lady and ladies and, yeah, and gentlemen. There you go. That's it. It's plugs time. Uh, Sean, tell us about frisbees. Oh, I throw them at Ob Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is Ob underscore Disc Golf. Uh, and Timmy, tell us about uh, Matt's other show that he has. Matt has another show called Taste Fakers. What's that? It's a show where uh, him and his brother Alex talk about seemingly. Um, unrelated bands that uh i did not pull it up so i don't i can't think it's of like right they, like they, like george jones and craig finn or faith no more and corn uh but they're they're actually on hiatus right now and they will be they're, coming they're, back they're, soon they're prepping for season two but they 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 take they find that one single thread between these disparate bands and weave them together in an intricate yes. story yes um, and if you would like to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. I was recently asked, why do I go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday? That's because Sunday's the last day of the week. Shut up. Uh, I also do uh, two other podcasts, um, PodQuest, a weekly nerdy talk show, as well as uh, Bonus Action, the tabletop podcast, where me and Sean and a bunch of friends play Dungeons & Dragons. You can find those on onequest.com, one-quest.com, or search those up on any um, uh, uh, podcatchers. Uh, if you'd like to find out more of uh, Tim's thoughts on Choco Tacos, you can find him on Twitter at... Tim R. Hansen. Sean? At hey, that's OB. Matt is M. Casnell. Yes. And I'm uh, at B underscore walnuts. Um... For me, Sean, Tim, Matt, and the the rest of the Action Moose team. Moose. I'd like to remind you all to be smart, not be stupid. Oh my god, he stuck the landing. He stuck the landing. He did it.